welcome to Building Boston and Beyond, an educational podcast empowering Massachusetts residents with information, updates surrounding the economic growth of their community, improvements to their neighborhood, and access to resources to enhance their quality of life. From discussions with public officials, businesses, organizations, and change makers, Building Boston and Beyond aims to inform and empower residents to have a voice, support each other, and join the decision-making process in their community. This week's topic on Building Boston and Beyond, Youth Mentoring, and leading the state's one-to-one mentoring program for youth, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Eastern Massachusetts. Approaching its 74th birthday, Big Brothers, Big Sisters continues to serve thousands of youth each year, providing children with caring adult mentors who help them reach their fullest potential. While Big Brothers, Big Sisters has various mentoring programs, one in particular caught our attention, a trade school mentoring program. Launched in 2021 at Madison Park Technical Vocational High School in Roxbury, this technology-enriched one-to-one youth mentoring program is one of a kind. Hear from dedicated, compassionate staff on the partnerships fostered to introduce this unique trade school option. Joining Building Boston and Beyond today from Big Brothers Big Sisters are Director of Community Engagement and Partnerships, Aka Dejungpa, and Manager of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, Jasmine Rodriguez. Welcome and thank you for joining Building Boston and Beyond. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm very excited. It's going to be an interesting discussion just to share with our listeners. Big Brothers Big Sisters is a household name, as we know, the largest affiliate in New England, soon to reach 74 years. Let's remind our listeners of its mission, commitment to inclusion, and accomplishments. Big Brothers Big Sisters provides free, transformational, one-to-one mentoring for youth across eastern Massachusetts. So from Framingham East, New Hampshire South, and Rohida North, we have an unwavering and substantiated belief that if we can provide youth with a caring and supportive adult in their corner, their future and opportunities exponentially grow. So our goal is to find mentors, and we have the highest demand for our services that we've ever had with an awesome, caring mentor. Right. I was reading that. And why is this mentoring so important, and especially now? Yeah, that's a great question. The laundry list is is huge for why mentoring is important. I think I'm going to lift up two things. The first is coming out of a pandemic, coming out of a social justice reckoning, We have recognized that youth are struggling with more mental health and more adversity and more challenges than they've ever had before. And one of the ways that is proven to provide alleviation to that is to have a mentor, is to have a supportive, caring person in your life to help you navigate the challenges, the struggles that you're facing. And so that's probably the first and foremost reason that we want to provide mentorship and why it's so crucial that we do this. I think the second is if you're talking about intersectionality, if you're talking about the fabric of our country, if you're talking about social mobility, closing achievement gaps, if you're talking about connection across racial, socioeconomic lines, mentorship, especially through Big Brothers, Big Sisters, is like such a powerful tool coming out of a pandemic, coming out of social justice, to keep us connected, to build empathy, and to open doorways for the youth. From what I've seen as a coordinator for our Mentor 2.0 program, and now as a DEI engagement manager for the agency, the profound impact 
that these relationships have both on the young people who are involved as well as the mentors is just huge. And it's exposure in both directions and it's broadening your mind and your experiences and your family in both directions. So to me, you know, I'm really thankful for all the mentors that I've had in my life. And that's why I do the work that I do, because I know how influential and how important it is to be that person and to have that person in your life. Thank you for what you do. When I was reading in the Boston Business Journal about your uh, collaboration with the trades, and I was just so impressed with that because that's so important. Um, let's let's share your uh, relationship and your partnership with Canestraro, uh, the construction company in the Madison Park Vocational. It's it's such a smart idea of what you're doing, providing another path and another uh, way for you to get education and also have a career and quality of life. Absolutely. Our partnership with Canestraro has been so awesome and so exciting for so many reasons. So essentially what we do in Mentor 2.0 is we go into a grade level of a school and we match that grade level with mentors. So say it's a 10th grade cohort of students, we match them with mentors. And we, as representatives of Big Brothers Big Sisters, teach a class that's based on high school success, post-secondary readiness. What do you like? What do you like to do? What are you good at? How do we get you paid? paid for it, right? Like all these sort of things that are not math, science, history, so on and so forth. Through this class and the discussions that we have within this class, our students and our mentors get to communicate about these topics, right? Like what is grit and resilience and how do you write a resume and how do you network in a room full of important people that you need to shake hands with, right? And the very interesting thing about Mentor 2.0 at Madison Park is it does have this focus on the trades because we are working with these civic infrastructure trades at Madison Park in particular right now. So that was the cohort that we had gone into. And Canestraro has just been a phenomenal partner to Madison Park and to us. They have come in and done career days with the students, talk to them about what is it like to work at a company like Canestraro? What are the benefits of working in these trade unions? What can your life look like as a person who is in these professions once you graduate and continue on, you know, to adulthood. And they've also gone on to like create summer programs for our students that give them free job training and all of the gear that they need to continue in their vocation. So we've really seen the relationship build so much in just this first year between Canestraro, us and Madison Park. And now we're on year two. And I'm really excited to see where we go from there, like how it continues to build for sure. In addition to like the trades, I was reading you have other programs and overall, how effective have those programs been, those mentoring programs, and then this unique program relating to the trades? How effective and what is the response? So for Mentor 2.0, we're not only in Madison Park as a vocational technical high school, but we're also in schools that focus on health sciences and health careers like EMK, which is the Edward M. Kennedy High School in the Fenway area. And so over the time that we've implemented this Mentor 2.0 program in Boston Public Schools, what we've seen is an increase in high school graduation rates in the schools that we're in. We've seen an increase in FAFSA completion. We've seen an an increase in continuing on to college or to a post-secondary program. So the impact is very large when it comes to Mentor 2.0, if you're looking at how is this functioning within a school setting and how is this helping to prepare youth for 
what comes after high school. We also have our traditional program, what you think of when you think of Big Brothers Big Sisters, which is our community-based program. And that program is with youth from ages seven to 12, where folks are going out into the community, doing activities together. The aquarium is definitely a favorite amongst our matches in that program. And then we have our site-based programs as well, where we bring students onto college campuses or college students go to the middle schools that they are partnered with and they spend time together, do activities together, have lunch together, and really just get to have that mentorship bond once a week or once every other week, depending on the type of site-based program that the young people are involved in. And that's giving, you know, especially the ones where, like, we have a program right now at Stonehill College. We're bringing students from the Brockton community to the Stonehill campus. And this is early college exposure, right? This is bringing young people onto a college campus and saying like, you belong here. You know what I mean? You belong here. You should be here. This is a place for you. You are welcome here. And that kind of creates that trajectory or that mindset into like, you know, this is a place for me and we need to do that more. All of our programs have their own kind of special qualities about them and their special purposes. But one thing that I would say for sure is that across the board, the impact and the response that we get from both littles and bigs or mentors and mentees, because, you know, the high school students don't like to be called littles, um, <laughs> has always been, you know, really awesome and really positive. Yeah, that's wonderful. Just back to the trades, have you seen just the excitement in these young people doing something maybe not the normal path related to the curriculum when you go to college and you take that road? I find when I was working on a project in Springfield, introducing rail car building to the vocational schools there, the young people are so excited to be part and understanding how trains are built. Can we talk more about that? Yeah, I'll say my time that I've spent in Madison Park, what I've definitely seen is like the students at Madison Park love their vocation. Like that is like, you know, they look forward to that. And I actually went to a vocational technical high school myself for a little while. I can remember too, like, you know, my academics was cool. And like I did what I had to do, right, during my academics. But that shop week or that vocation week was the the thing that I really looked forward to because I found so much enjoyment in building the skills in an area that I was really interested in and that really spoke to me on a different level that regular academics kind of don't. So as far as being in Madison Park, I think students are really diving into working hands-on in their vocations. It's something that they're excited about. It's something that as we get more partners that are like Canistraro, I know the leadership from Suffolk and the leadership from Cruise Companies are coming into the Madison Park program as well. There'll continue to be exposure to not only like that aspect of like doing what it is that you love to do, but like what type of life can this actually make for you too? And being influenced by mentors who are doing it and have done it. That's wonderful. Now that's a nice segue into National Mentoring Month is just around the corner. What do you want our listeners to know? I mentioned earlier that the services for our youth side of the coin were in high demand. They've never been greater. And the people are waiting for a moment or an opportunity to get involved, to interact with youth, the next generation, the future. I would just really encourage them to take advantage. There's certain moments in time, and I think this is one of them. This is a like really big inflection point. I mentioned before, we are in a pandemic. We had a lot of social justice issues. We're still having those. Mm -hmm. 
this is a great opportunity if you are concerned about the future and you want to have an impact. And with National Mentoring Month, I think I would just say, now is the time, right? Like use that as a catalyst to get ready, to buckle up and um, start your journey. Ready to wrap up. How do people get involved? We would love for you to volunteer. We are in high need for male identifying candidates. All right. So our, our male identifying youth waiting list that need a match are ready. I know there's some commitment phobia out there. So want to remove that, want to support you in your journey to becoming a mentor. If you identify as BIPOC, Black, Indigenous, people of color, we are in desperate need of you as well. LGBTQIA plus and language diverse. The easiest way to get started is to go to our website. That's emassbigs.org, E-M-A-S-S-B-I-G-S.org and sign up there. It says apply to be a volunteer. You can also refer youth and you can also refer somebody who you think would be an awesome mentor there as well. Additionally, if you are looking to be involved in other ways, whether that be joining an agency group like the Young Professionals Group or the Board of Advisors, you can reach out either to myself or to Jasmine. The donation button is also on the website. So there's a way to get there as well. And my email is aka, aka at emassbigs.org. That's wonderful. I applaud your efforts. I think it's a great organization. And again, I'm really impressed about the trades component. I think that's just a great idea. And all the support you're getting, I think will almost just demonstrate to others to get involved and give back and share their knowledge. You know, you, you have some youth that maybe want to be an engineer and they can talk to somebody about it. And again, the word attainable, it is attainable and you you have the right to pursue your dreams. But thank you so much, Aka and Jasmine, for joining Building Boston and Beyond. Awesome. Thank you. Really, really appreciate entering this space with you both. It's great to have a partner and amplify the work. Appreciate it. Visit buildingbostonandbeyond.com to get a glimpse of our future guests and the many ways you can follow us on social media. Join us next time to hear the latest topics of discussion in Boston and beyond.